Alternative Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Episode 143 of the Dark Windows Podcast. I am Kevin. Uh, I'm Kevin with a fucking vicious, almost three-month-old German Shepherd that's going to fucking attack me any moment. Yeah, I, I, I think the uh, <clears throat> I think the mini fuzz monster is going to be a, a special guest on this episode from the sound yeah. of it so far. <laughs> yeah, so I apologize to anyone ah. that might hear her because she's, she's going to raise hell tonight. Oh, yeah, she, she's got to get her, her two cents in. Yeah, she, she's got her tood. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, at this point, she's almost hitting those, like, terrible twos for a kid where, like, oh, every man. the answer to everything is no. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Just being a prick. It happens. All right. I know what you want. Hold on. Hold on one second. <laughs> she wants to go out. So in the meantime, I will let you folks know what we're talking about. This week, we are going to continue our little road trip. We are going to go to Illinois, um, which is our next alphabetical state to go Bitch. to. Uh, then from here, we got a couple more eyes, but uh, I'm not sure when we're going to get to there, but... So let's visit the prairie state of Illinois. Uh, Illinois, and by the way, in case you didn't realize, this is not a geography podcast. It's, uh, it is it is too. We're going to talk about some weird shit because that's what we do. That's what we do uh-huh. here. I mean, if, if you're new to the game, this is what we do. If you came here looking for geography, you are sorely mistaken because uh, we are not smart people. That was last week. We're smart with dumb things and we're dumb with smart things. Yes. Like math. Math is not important to me. Math is useless. No, it's, um, they make calculators. Yeah, exactly. I, I loved it growing up. Your teacher's like, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. And you're like, ha bitch, I got a computer in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Now explain to me when I'm going to have to know when I have to quote Shakespeare. Oh, I'm not. Okay, go fuck yourself then. Yeah. Fuck him and his stupid hair and his dumb like frilled collar or whatever the fuck they wore back then. He didn't even write it. Francis Bacon did. Fight me. My... They just picked him because he had a goofy look. Yeah. So Illinois covers some 58,000 square miles of which the Chicago metro area takes up a fifth of the state at almost 11,000 square miles, which is insane. A huge area. It's the third largest city in the in the country. Um, Chicago state. was also. What's that? State. No, Chicago is the third largest city in the country. Oh, I thought you were. I never, never mind. I, was, I mean, it's I, it's it's the I, first sorry. largest state in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. I, I was <laughs> thinking that you were saying. Never mind. My brain, my brain went fucking cuckoo there. Woo! I'm I, I'm, I'm still on the head injury train here. At some point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got your fucking egg scrambled. The dog's been like beating you, beating you in the head when you're asleep. You just don't know it. Between that and my allergies, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Chicago is actually like top five in the violent crime area for the country, too. So there's that. Yeah. With on average between 40 and 50 people being shot a weekend over nice. uh, drug turf and shit. So, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty rad. Don't go to Chicago. I mean, <laughs> so you're saying go to Chicago. I mean, okay. at this point in time, if it was go to Chicago or go back to my job, I'm going to go to Chicago and just like hope I walk down the wrong street and just get fucking corked. <laughs> so. I mean, I'd pay somebody to be like, hey, listen, you look like an upstanding gentleman. How would you feel about shooting me in the chest? Good. Cool. <laughs> Let's do your, it. <laughs> your mother wouldn't be happy about that. My wife wouldn't be happy either because I don't have life insurance. No. So let's do some fun facts about Illinois. Illinois is home to the world's tallest bottle of ketchup, standing in at 170 feet tall. Wow. So um, the... One of my favorite food items, the ice cream sundae, was born in Evanston, Illinois. Uh, did not get a date on it, but I'm assuming it was back sometime in the 18-ish hundreds. I don't know. You know? Um, mean. Twinkies. Twinkies were created in River Forest, Illinois. So uh, I think you guys all owe us an apology for yeah, those, do. those they, disgusting they s- little sponge shits. They seriously do owe us an apology. There's yeah. no fucking way around it. 
I'm, I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna go to like change.org and like start a petition and be like, listen, River Forest, Illinois needs to apologize for Twinkies immediately. <laughs> yes, um, if, please, please, please apologize. If they don't, we're going to firebomb your city. <laughs> or not, the, I, like, not really. Uh, I promise. Go ahead. Yeah, like, dude, it's in Illinois, so nobody's going to yeah. care. I mean, um, the farmers will get pissed, but whatever. Yeah. The Nabisco factory in Chicago is the world's largest bakery at 1.8 million square feet. Okay, we won't touch that. No, we need your graham crackers for s'mores. We do. That's a huge factory. I mean, that's... And we need your Nilla wafers. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that at Nabisco, you know, we need to just keep. Nabisco's safe. The rest of Chicago, though, who yeah, knows? You're fucked. I mean, that, that factory has got to be at least a couple miles square. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Immense. Um, and also, potentially... I might well not necessarily the first, but the first well-known serial killer in the United States took up residence in Chicago during the uh, the World's Fair, and built himself a neat little castle, and yep. killed a bunch of uh, a bunch of lady folk because he was uh, a piece of shit. Was that uh, was it? What was his name uh, Juan Fernandez or something like that? No, right. no, a little bit no. whiter. Damn, damn. <laughs> oh, shit, Herbert Henry Mudgett, uh, H H. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I'm going to buy this old lady's pharmacy and then kill her because fuck it, why not? And then I'm going to I'm going to buy a safe on loan from the company and have them install it and then uh, not pay for it and tell them that if they come to repossess it and they damage anything, they pay for the whole thing. Yeah. Pretty cool dude. It's funny that he, uh, he was actually he was uh doing all this shit during the World's Fair. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna notice when you know forty people go missing because there's a billion people coming and going. Yeah, it's insane. Also, he was from New Hampshire originally, so he's pretty close to us. There's a, there's actually a gravesite for him in his hometown, which would be kind of cool to go check out. But it's like three and a half hours from here. Just go there, like South Pain or North. Um, I think it's North go there and just like grease paint a goofy mustache on it and piss on his gravestone. Be like, there, take that piece of shit. Uh, Afraid of skeletons, you little pussy. And you grow up to be a serial killer. Hey, you know, things happen. Skeletons aren't real. Everybody has a skeleton. Why would you lie to me about that? <laughs> Lies. Right, you, want to, uh, you want to get into some dumb laws? Cause Illinois has got some doozies. Okay. In normal Illinois, and that's a real fucking place. I swear to God, hey. it's, Ill <laughs> it's illegal to make faces at dogs. Why? I don't know. There was no reasoning given for it. I'm pretty sure I'd be serving a life sentence though, because I make faces at my dogs all the time. <laughs> I yeah, I <laughs> we would have been executed uh, by now. Just be like, yes, yeah, just take, you made take a face the at your dog dead. You made way too many faces at your dog. We're just going to shoot you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but uh, you're dead. Uh, another another great one. In Kenilworth, Illinois, a rooster must be at least 300 feet from a residence before crowing. They're prejudiced against fucking goddamn roosters. How are you going to handcuff a rooster? Well, it's easy. Or are you just going to give him a written warning the first time? Yes. Start start ticketing him. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You need to be uh, X amount of feet away. You need like, to step back and then make your noise. Yeah. Please step uh, back. Statewide, you can drink before you're 21, but you have to be enrolled in a culinary school, which makes sense because you cook with booze occasionally. I mean, and sometimes, sometimes you even put it in the food. I mean, you know, they're, they're, uh, Cooks do cook. Yeah. Cooks be cooking. Um, I can tell you from experience, cooking wine is terrible to try to drink. Don't drink that. If you're desperate and an alcoholic, you do. In Galesburg, Illinois, it's illegal to do any, quote, fancy riding on a bike. So I'm assuming wheelies or no, um, no handed. A, yeah. Or if you're a cool kid in the 2000s, you had, uh, you had stunt pegs on that shit. You, you can't stand oh. on your pegs. You know, no, no Matt Hoffman and around this motherfucker. Dave Mira, get out. Yeah. Those are the two BMX riders I know. So 
Yep. Uh, in Moline, it's illegal to ice skate outdoors in June and August. Those two months specifically. So in July, I'm fine. Yep. And September, other... you're, September, you're fucking ice cool. Perfect. Huh. Interesting. Uh, Moline is also the birthplace of John Deere tractors, but not John Deere. We get to claim him. He was a Vermonter. Yeah, he was born. Which here explains why his uh, his tractors were really good for a long time, and then they sucked because they started being made by Kawasaki in the eighties uh, yeah. ish. But uh, uh, in Horner, Illinois, it's illegal to use a slingshot unless you are law enforcement. Freeze, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Hands up! <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's a glass ball. Don't hit me. <laughs> Uh, you you imagine being a cop you're like okay so pistol on my on my my good hand taser offhand slingshot down the butt crack of course slingshot slingshot is definitely always down the back this is riot control bitch we're coming in with slingshots and just whipping rocks at motherfuckers (laughs) you know because yes if you're real good you you turn that fucker sideways oh yeah dude aim oh my goodness you you imagine like being at a protest or something and just catching a ball bearing in the fucking forehead off a slingshot. Oh, <laughs> and you're laying there looking and like you got uh, blood running down your face and there's some cop just staring at you like, what now, bitch? I got a whole <laughs> bag of these. I got a whole mesh bag of these. Yeah. You want to talk shit? Yeah. I got marbles. He, he carries, he carries extra rubbers in case he breaks one. Yeah. <laughs> got one of them big, deep pockets. You get a couple in there and just start fucking whipping stones at fuckers. Yeah, but, See, the thing is, though, just is, scooping up loose gravel and just like fucking like a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. You got to have the good, you know, really good uh, stretchy tubes. You know, that's what I'm saying. You got you got to carry extras. You're going to break one. Possibly. I mean, if you know, if you if you if, if you over uh, extend your draw. You, you yeah. Know. Or if you get dry cracks in it, I mean, true. that's 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 not a tactical reload. Anybody wants to have to do. Well, I mean, that's why before you, you know, go to do crowd control you always you know check your shit <laughs> you you've got to you got to go get a you got to go get recertified every 2 years with your slingshot <laughs> stop uh, wait 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 i i'm not certified you, you know like the, the, no my you, slingshot <laughs> my wrist rocket boss <laughs> i got i got re, i got re, yeah you going to do today well i got recertification oh pistol target you know pistol law recertification Nah, pepper spray. No, duty rifle. No. Hazer, <laughs> hazer. No, <laughs> my other my other side piece. My slingshot. <laughs> Fucking pistol jams. You just grab another magazine and start chucking bullets at people through a slingshot. <laughs> ah, fuck this. <laughs> that didn't even hurt. Well, I hurt a little bit. <laughs> all right, all right. It hurt a lot. God our budget, it. our budget got downsized. We had to stop buying the beanbag rounds for our shotguns. Here's here's a bunch of Daisy wrist rockets, motherfuckers. Yeah, think that you guys like pulling bitch. somebody over. You got a cop like hanging out the window, shooting their fucking mirrors out. <laughs> stop! I said stop. Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> fucking tag somebody drive- in the sack with a marble. It's huh? funny if drive-bys were that wrist rockets. We used to do drive-bys with slingshots. It was great. Not the fastest thing in the world to reload, but hey, you can do some fucking, uh, you can get some work done with a slingshot. Yeah. Not like the old, like, not the old style, like, leather ones where you're going to swing them over your head like you're trying to kill somebody in the Bible. Like, you know, the good ones. Ones you can put a fucking sight on. Oh. (laughs) No, fuck you. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. It's taking a tactical advantage. Well, there's the, there is the, 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 the slingshot, then there's the wrist rocket. There's a difference because there's the one that attaches to your wrist. The ATF banned those. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no more stabilizers on rifles or slingshots. Ah, son of a bitch. Then you got to get the California legal ones, which are made of like cardboard and they fold in half every time you fire. them. <laughs> <laughs> California can't have no fun. Sons of bitches. We're trying to cut down our crime rate. We're taking your fucking slingshots. Yep. We're taking George Washington's eyes turn red and he rises from the grave. <laughs> I've seen enough. <sighs> Fuck this state. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, for famous people from Illinois, I found a lot and I couldn't, I couldn't leave any of them out. So I don't know if Illinois is a breeding ground for talent or if it's a state that's just so miserable that people get famous to get out of it. Um, 
Maybe. I had to I had to break it down by city. There's that many. Wow. Um, so, so from Chicago, we've got uh, Michael Clark Duncan, um, who was fantastic. No longer with us, unfortunately. Good actor. I liked him. Had a yes. good voice. Um, Walt Disney was from uh, from Chicago. Uh, one of the probably one of the best people that has ever been on Saturday Night Live and did one of my favorite movies of all time. Blues Brothers, John Belushi, and to a lesser extent, his brother. Uh-huh. We're both from Chicago. Oh, the bulls, the bulls, the bulls, the bears, the bears, the bears. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, fucking Norm is from Norm. Chicago also. Yes. Norm. I was going to say, because that's why they did the, <laughs> that's why I did the skit with him. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Oh, God damn, I love that guy. Um, Normie! I love fucking, oh, I, I, I miss that fucking, that TV show. How's life treating Cheers. you? Like he caught me in bed with its wife. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everybody's favorite Satanist, Anton LaVey, was born in Chicago. Not my favorite one. But Dude, he had intense eyebrows. He did. Indiana fucking Jones, Harrison Ford, was born and raised in Chicago. No way. Yeah. Believe it or not, he was not born in space. Huh. Um, Elsewhere through the state, we have uh, Richard Pryor was from Peoria. Which, uh, believe it or not, a lot of people don't know that Richard Pryor was one of the writers for Blazing Saddles, and he was originally cast as the sheriff and decided, I don't want to do that. Give it to somebody who's less known. Even though, goddammit, another movie with Richard Pryor and uh, Gene Wilder would have been fucking incredible. Oh, my God. Richard Pryor. <sighs> if, you, if you don't know who Richard Pryor is, go on YouTube and watch his old stand-up. Watch any and, of his stand-up. Yeah. Don't be a little bitch and get offended by it because of what he's saying. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Robert Wadlow, who was the tallest man ever. Yes. He's like eight foot six, something like that. Yes. Uh, Yes. He was, he was born in Alton, Illinois. Yeah. He actually, Um, uh, uh, I saw a photo of him uh, where he was actually, uh, uh, because at the time back when he was born, when he was growing up, the, um, uh fuck the stoplights were actually on the corners yeah so and he and they have a picture of him actually like leaning has has his arm on the 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 the, top of uh, it top of it like just kind of like like a fucking armrest yeah and he's like you know like two feet above it or whatever i i found some wild fucking fucking pictures of that guy where it's like, it looks like a dude in stilts because he's that much taller than normal people. Yeah. Like him next to his mom, who was like five foot four. I mean, her poor vagina, by the way. But she comes up to like, like under his waist. He's yeah. fucking tall. Um, um, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant uh, had the same condition as him. Yep. To a, to so, a different extent, though. So did uh, Shaquille Neal. Mm-hmm. Um, so did, uh, um, the big show. Yep. He had, or, he actually had his, uh, surgically uh, repaired though. Yeah. Well, so uh, did Shaquille Neal too. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, it was something with the, um, pituitary gland or something. Pituitary gland or thyroid gland or something like something that, like where that. they go in Both, and they, they like, yeah. they alter it and yeah. it makes it so that you don't die when you're in your thirties. Yeah. Cause I mean, Shaquille Neal said that he like, he used to, um, like by the time I don't know, I think he was like sixteen or so, he was already like over like six, over like six foot six, something like that, yeah. whatever it was. Huge. He used kid. to be able to, used to be able to eat like four Big Macs, and still want more. Like later Dude, on, goddamn! Like his par- his poor parents, like have to get three part time jobs to feed this fucking kid. <laughs> He's a growing boy. When's he gonna stop? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Never. Um, I mean, crazy. Ernest Hemingway was born in Oak Park, Chicago. Uh, sorry, oh. Oak Park, Illinois, which is kind of like a suburb of Chicago. Yeah. Um, Bill Murray, one of the, my favorite comedians of all time, was born yeah. in Evanston, Illinois. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Earp was born in Monmouth, Illinois. And uh, Wild Bill Hickok was born in LaSalle County, Illinois. Uh, not a specific town because back then it wasn't, it was kind of still wild country. Yeah. Um, and the biggest legend of all of them 
the one and only Betty White was born in Oak Park. Oh. In like 1775. Hey. I love that one. She's forever young. Ageless. She's been the same age since I was a child. But then you like, you see pictures of her when she was young, and you're like, dude, she was fucking hot. She was. (laughs) It's like, Uh, fuck, dude. Like, was it? I saw. I saw her on um, uh, the show back in like the fifties, I think it was. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, Betty White could still get it for sure. Oh yeah, there's a show back <laughs> in the fifties that she was a part of, and she was. Woo! You're so fox, dude. Yes. All right, so that's all I got for famous people. I mean, I don't know if you wanted any more or not, but <laughs> there's a there's a shitload. There's probably more. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of rappers that I'm like, I don't recognize any of these guys, so I'm not going to bring it up, but you want right. to, you want to lead us off on our, uh, our creepy yeah. stuff. Sure. Sure. Wait, sure. so what do you got? So this I, was actually, I was actually, I was actually going to cover two. I got to make it clear. I was actually going to cover two, but, um, I kneecapped you. Yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, I think it, there's a possibility that we could probably do that. The other one as a, uh, um, little short episode. Okay. You know, absolutely. Time. Um, because I was like, because it's kind of an interesting little thing. So, because I wanted to get into it further, I was like, oh, it's gonna be cool. So, anyway, but so I chose, well, probably the like the the most common cryptid of of all of them because most of the other ones were like, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But there's nothing really about it. Oh, that's 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 shitty. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's one of the things that sucks is like you find some of the smaller stuff. That you're like, I really want to cover this. And then there's yeah. like two sightings and you kind of like. Yeah. Or there's no sightings at all. It's just a bunch of hearsay. Right. You know, so and that's the one what, I that's chose. That's what makes our job hard. Yeah. So the one I chose is the Enfield Horror. Yeah. Uh, which was cited in 1970s yeah, in Enfield, Illinois. Really? I and never it, would have guessed Enfield of all places. I know. I know. What a shocker. I know. Um, <laughs> in an the, area. The Enfield Horror that was first spotted in St. Louis. Exactly. Uh, by way of Spokane. Yep. Yep. He he was um, born and raised in Washington. Yep. Yep. And then as mama said, you were up to no good. And said, well, you're moving to Spokane. Started making trouble in the neighborhood. <laughs> she got one little fight. Okay, we can't do this. <laughs> We we can't do this because we can do that. I know. So we probably shouldn't. Yeah. Like anyway. with, with the extended versions. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure we could cover that. Yes. That's a different so, episode completely where we uh, just sing TV songs. So um so in the area that this was first cited, um the natives referred to it as Devil's Kitchen. <laughs> uh, so in, in this area there are spots where strange sights and sounds like unexplained balls of light apparitions screams in the night and various other unsettling types of phenomena happen um the native americans considered these areas to be sacred and the first settlers of the area that that quickly moved that were there quickly moved away and they considered it to be cursed white folks don't fuck with scary stuff back then no (laughs) now we're just like oh a thousand people died in this hospital fucking yeah let's stay the night Let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. Bring a TV crew. Exactly. We'll get weird. You want us to spend the night? Bring a sleeping bag? Fuck it. I will. Exactly. (laughs) Um, The idea that such locations were linked to the, quote, devil, was the first uh, thought that crossed the minds of the Bible-reading, God-fearing folks, and they promptly set about... (laughs) Whites. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it could be blacks and, and and mexicans and puerto ricans and you know all the other ones pretty sure it was pretty white back then all right fine feel like that then we'll, we'll blame the whites it's it's a you know all right it's the thing we to can, do <laughs> we can do it so they set up by doing two things first they learned to avoid these strange and haunted places and secondly, they gave them names to gave names to the spots to alert other visitors and settlers of the dangers of the area. In the case of Devil's Kitchen, just by anything is possible from ghost reports to mystery animals 
weird monster sightings, and it goes on. Um, <laughs> yeah, stay, stay right out of Mouth Rape Swamp. That's a bad place to go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you name places for why you don't go there. Mouth Rape Swamp, huh? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Pretty sure that's in Arkansas, but hey. Ah. <laughs> Squeal, boy! <laughs> Butt sex forest. Uh-huh. Ugh. So, uh, this creature, the Enfield Horror, is said to be between four and five feet tall, gray, has, en- has an enormous head with large pink eyes, has Gross. three legs. That's the most, ex- in- like interesting part because you never hear about a cryptid with three legs i know you know and it's not like not like the quote you know third leg where it's just like a giant dick it's like an actual functional leg yes it doesn't Uh, have a tripod you know no kickstand it has very small arms so it's basically (laughs) t-rex oh god the dude that used to work at the movie theater I was such a prick. Like I knew he had little short arms, so I'd leave my money way at the end of the thing and watch him just like stare at me and kind of like out to get it. You know, uh, he reminds me of that guy. Uh, always remind me of the guy. Uh, what is it? That gamer hacker or whatever he was from uh, South Park. From South Park, the guy the, the uh, just, World of Warcraft episode. Yeah, just standing there. He's like sitting there way back. He's like, eh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he looks like a Mr. Potato Head, but ugly. Yes. <laughs> He's got no arms. It's just elbows and fingers. Yeah. So this is like, you know, so it's a, a, a T Rex with a third leg, <laughs> uh, large eyes, big ass head, uh, but with very small arms, but not three little fucking like fingers. No, 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 no. They're talons. Of course. It's it's not scary if it's just fingers. (laughs) Exactly. And just to clear things up, this thing looks nothing like a dinosaur. It just has T-Rex arms. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Just in case people are like, wait, what the fuck? You just said it didn't look like a dinosaur, but now it does? Well, it kind of sort of does. I mean, if if, if you think about the description of it, kind of. It looks like a hemorrhoid with legs. (laughs) A tadpole with legs. A pustule of some sort. (laughs) And arms. (laughs) Okay. So uh, I think you can tell by looking at it, it smells bad. Yeah, uh, possibly. Uh, So, and and finally, they can jump really far. Got three legs? Yes. For the jumping, you know. Of course. Um, So the first sighting was in uh, 1973 on April 23rd by Henry McDaniel at his home. And so... Here is his encounter. At 9.30 p.m. that night, McDaniel and his wife had returned home and were greeted by their two children. (laughs) Speaking of children. Yeah. Greeted by their two children, Lil and Henry. The kids proceeded to tell him. Lil Henry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tell him a tale about how uh, something had tried to get into the house by scratching on the door. Shortly thereafter, Henry was alerted to a uh, peculiar scratching sound at his front door. He expected to see a dog or a cat, but he was met instead by something far stranger. By this scrotum with three legs. (laughs) (laughs) Why, hello, ball sack. (laughs) Where's the rest of you? (laughs) God, ah. if the balls are this ugly, imagine what the rest of it looks like. Yes. <laughs> uh, why? You're short. By, where, where's your better half? <laughs> I see one just ball. Just a 17-foot-long penis just dragging <laughs> itself down the road behind it like ah. a snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like worming. Like, <laughs> just making no. that awful, like, like, fucking fleshy slapping sound against the road. <laughs> no, 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 but it's got legs, so it can move, you know. Oh, God, a dick with legs is terrifying. Oh, I know. It's like a monitor lizard, but fucking pink and gross. Dicks are ugly anyway. I mean, they sure are. I, as someone as someone who has firsthand experience by owning yes. a dick, I can tell you they're not attractive. I second that motion. And it looks like a sea monster, so. It, it does. with Yeah, with a slit. 
I mean, it's, uh, like, a, it's like a moray eel with no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it likes to go into hiding, boom, back out. Yeah, it just pops back out. It's just like, <sighs> surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, gross. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> what, uh, what Henry found to his terror was a creature that, quote, had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms, two pink eyes, as big as flashlights. It stood four and a half feet tall and was grayish colored. It you was know, to get to it. It was trying to get into the house. He said, "I just thought of something." What? Mothman pupa. Uh, it eventually it eventually sheds its baby leg and grows wings. Okay. Okay. We're on to something. Mean, we we gotta we gotta get like a. Uh, okay. uh, destination america like special for this and just go to chicago and eat hot dogs and be like no we didn't find shit (laughs) (laughs) thought you were going here to find this a fuck no we were going to go to a bears game but then nobody else went to it either so yeah (laughs) they're Uh fucking terrible uh fuck you jay cutler yeah hey he was a good quarterback He's, he's not that good come on he was one of the best of that generation just retired R.I.P. Alex Smith. True. Well, so did. So, well, I mean, so did Drew Brees. Drew Brees did and Philip Rivers did, but that's because he has to have like 74 more kids. Well, I mean, fuck it, right? So that's uh, that's our sports corner. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Stop it. Also, the Bulls were excellent. Continue. Ah, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls. In the 90s. Since then, they've kind of gone downhill. What's up, yes. fuck bucket? <laughs> Don't like that. Uh, so Henry was completely mortified by the sight of his of this horrible apparition. Slammed the door and rushed to grab his twenty two caliber pistol. Oh, you're gonna need a, a bigger gun than that, dude. And a flashlight because you gotta have the flashlight. Of course. Uh, Henry proceeded to fire at the creature four times, and according to him, quote, "When I fired that first shot, I know I hit." Sure. The beast hissed at him, and most sources say that it was, sounded rather like a wildcat, but I don't know. Ooh, uh, gross. It's got, like, proceeded... bobcat screams? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 Rudo just like, what the fuck? Looks like a set of testicles, and it screams like a cat in heat. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a cat that got his tail stuck under something. <laughs> if that's the noise it makes when you shoot it, could you imagine if you actually trapped this thing like a, like a, like a fucking leg trap? Oh, Jesus. It shatter windows. Yeah. So the beast hissed at him, like I said, and proceeded to bound away in long leaps across the yard, eventually becoming lost in McDaniel's sight, to McDaniel's sight, as it made its way towards the railroad and the cover of the trees. He asserted that he had seen the thing over 50 feet, uh, seen the thing cover 50 feet in three leaps. Stunned by the encounter, Henry proceeded to call the police. Upon Upon investigation, the state troopers discovered a series of scratches in the siding of the house and footprints that were very slimmer to a dog's, but having six toes instead of four. Weird. Two of the tracks were four inches wide. So two like, of the tracks... So like pads, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I guess, yeah. So two of the tracks were four inches wide, while the print left by the third foot was smaller. Um, <laughs> that's, many... my, that's my little foot. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, little foot. I'm trying to figure out the logistics of this thing running with three legs. Like are the, the, the two side ones kind of going and then the third one's there just like springing it along like a jump leg kind of. I would say so. Probably. So it's got like a tiny foot, but it's just a giant ass thigh. Has to be. That bitch don't miss leg day in the middle. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, jumping leg. Yeah. My so, ass kicking leg. So many of the uh, police force were skeptical about what McDaniel had seen, despite having just received uh, news of, a, of an 
attack on a small boy just 30 minutes earlier. The creature ripped at the child's clothes with the uh, the arms on. Well, let me start it again. Wow. Arms on the claws. (laughs) Yes. The creature ripped at the child's clothes with the claws on its arms, while the talons on the toes had shredded the kid's shoes. Damn. However, the police couldn't find any trace of the entity, so things cooled down for the moment. However, on May 6th at 3 a.m., Henry encountered the creature again. After, no shit, same dude? Yeah. After having been aroused from his sleep by the Ooh. commotion from Ooh. his neighbor's dogs. Once he was, again... He was aroused in his sleep. Yes. Ooh. He saw the creature loitering about the train tracks. Fucking bum. Just, just can't you read the sign? Get a job, you fucking hippie. <laughs> this no went loitering. On, yeah, this went on for several minutes until the entity casually bounced away into the night. McDaniel later said, "Quote: I saw something moving on the railroad track, and there it stood. I didn't shoot at it or anything. It started on down the r- railroad track. It wasn't in a hurry or nothing." The creature then produced a revolver and fired back. <laughs> uh, Son of a they, bitch, he's got a thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then after the uh, word of the Enfield, quote, Enfield horror had gotten around, people began to flock to the small town in hopes of seeing the thing. Uh, they were very enthusiastic about, but they were also very intrusive. Of course. This prompted the local sheriff, Roy uh, Posher Jr., to warn McDaniel about keeping his mouth closed, or he would be forced to incarcerate McDaniel. Jesus. About, uh, uh, so over the next few months, the crowds began to grow larger. With the larger crowds came increased alarm among the citizens of Enfield. Some among them were genuine monster hunters. Others were just hunters or thrill-seekers with guns. This forced the sh- yeah. This forced the sheriff's hand, uh, particularly when they had to do to, they had to arrest five gun-toting hunters for shooting at a quote gray thing that ran into the woods. Jesus. <laughs> Two of the hunter those hunters, Mike Mogul and Roger Tappy, both from uh, Elwood, Indiana, both swore that they had witnessed a quote gray monkey quickly move through the underbrush. Sheriff Poshard um, made numerous threats against uh, Henry McDaniel, which it should be noted that had not had no effect whatsoever on him. (laughs) Uh, He was convinced that McDaniel was convinced that there was something very strange going on. Shortly after that, once the frenzy of hunters and tourists had died down, four more people saw the Enfield horror. This thing's uh, making rounds, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so here's one of those encounters. This is from Rick Rainbow. This is uh, his encounter. I'm sorry, Rick Rainbow. Yes. Damn, possibly. Dude, that's, a, that's a name. Possible could be. Well, I don't know. So on Sunday, May 6th, Rick Rainbow, then the director of uh, radio station, WWKI. Okay, in, that name makes sense then. He's in, in radio. <clears throat> now this, this I believe, should sound familiar to you, this town. If you remember from a certain show, Kokomo. No, wait. What's that? Maybe not. Maybe, never mind. Never mind. You, you, you're wrong, thinking wrong from place. a Muppet song? Nope. Oh. Nope, nope. Uh, it was from uh, so radio station WWKI in Kokomo, Indiana. <laughs> I, I was thinking of a different Kokomo. It's uh the place I where you it, really want to go. No, no, I th- no. I think it was in Kokomo, uh, Florida. I was thinking of of a certain character, of a certain person in a in a certain show that we like. Jesus, could you be any more vague? Band of Brothers. Okay. The one that gets oh, the yeah. fucking revolver. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, he, he was searching an area with three friends when they saw something that was around five 
and a half feet in height, gray and stooped over running through the woods near an abandoned house, which was reported was actually nearby McDaniel's home. Ah. Uh, The entity moved with an unnatural speed and quickly vanished from the four men's sight. However, Rick Rainbow claimed to have recorded the creature's eerie shriek (laughs) as it ran away from the tape recorder. Despite, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> despite investigations by world-renowned cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, super nice dude by the way, met him yes. in person, uh, who has said to have actually heard the creature's cries. I believe he's from Illinois originally too. I believe yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, the tension that the sightings received eventually died down, and the creature hasn't been seen since. Lauren told the press. Uh, I quote, I traveled to Enfield, interviewed the witnesses, looked at the siding of the house. Uh, the Enfield monster has that the Enfield monster damaged, heard some strange screeching banshee like sounds and walked away bewildered. Hmm. <laughs> so that is, I feel like it en- takes a lot to bewilder that guy too. I mean, I, I would bet I've never met him, but. I, I, I had a pretty decent conversation with him, and then he took a prom photo of me and my wife in front of Bigfoot, which is fucking Aww, amazing. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. He suggested it. He's like, that'd be kind of fun. And I'm like, you got it, dude. Whatever <laughs> makes you happy. Yeah. You're the fucking boss. You own the place. So Exactly. So that was the Enfield Horror. Nice. So what is, I, do you want I, to take I a break kinda, now? Or yeah. Wanna... But, <clears throat> before we do that, though, I kind of get some uh, almost like Dover Demon vibes with this. Where it happens in a small town, you have a handful of sightings, it brings people in, and it's never seen again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's definitely, I was gonna actually going to say, you know, this kind of reminds me of, of that. Not so much Mothman, because that still kind of has a lingering effect. Like, no, the Dover Demon was just kind of an innocuous little, like, monkey squirrel moose thing that just kind of showed yeah. up for a couple of days. Um, That fucking was there, and then, like a ton of people showed up and harassed the fuck out of the people and yeah, you know, and, and fucking set up camp on this outside their house. Yeah. I mean, it, it just showed up on one rock wall and everybody lost their shit. Yeah. You know, um, actually speaking of Mothman, there's, there's been a, a, a huge amount of Mothman sightings in Chicago since like 2016, I want to say, mm. um, like like right over like out in the open like in the city just like either hanging yeah. out in parks or just like flying around and people like yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is but all the descriptions match Mothman hmm. so maybe he uh, maybe he moved to the Midwest and is maybe. Uh, <clears throat> you know, doing something out there possibly you know making like, the rounds like oh he he's a harbinger of doom and I'm like well Chicago is kind of an awful place anyway I mean all of their sports teams are bad it's a violent city. So and he's he's just like <laughs> I made it. I mean, not all their it's, sports teams are bad. Well, here's the thing: he's a harbinger of doom. He shows up, and the Cubs win the World Series after 140 fucking years. So, you know, Cubs fans rejoice. Give credit to Mothman. Yeah, you should be like saying, saying "All hell Satan, all hell Mothman." Yeah, fucking hell Mothman. He brought us. A, he brought us a World Series trophy, dude. Exactly. I mean, so, I, yeah. I know I know Anthony Rizzo did a pretty good part of that too, but hey, whatever. Mothman, he's yeah. not helping the he's not helping the Bears. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't he think anything can the, help he, them. He said, "Fuck the Bears." Yeah, fuck them Bears. Let's go White uh, Sox. Okay. So yeah, so let's take our break right here, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll cover your I don't know whatever it is. I, I can't really call it a monster. It's more of an urban legend than anything. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so we will be right back okay we are back uh, you know i want before we went to break i want to be like and after these messages we'll be right back. <laughs> let's all go to the kitchen let's all go to the kitchen let's all go to the kitchen and cry inside the fridge <clears throat> oh the days i back mean when you were back when you were a child yeah right <laughs> back I in the never, 1940s I, I actually never went to drive-in theater until I was an adult. I think we got to do it this summer because they've got a couple set up around. So we got to hit one. Go see like Jurassic Park or some shit, whatever they're playing. Yeah. It's got to be a good movie. I don't want to sit there and watch some, watch some shit. 
No, 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 no. Like they ever run space balls on a drive-in? I'm fucking down. Oh, fucking right. No questions asked. I they think that's the run. only Mel. That's the only Mel Brooks movie that could get away with running. <laughs> they won't run. Yeah. No. I mean, goddamn! You imagine? You imagine if they ran Blazing Saddles at a fucking drive-in theater? People well, would go fucking crazy. I don't think they could do Spaceballs because they're no, like, there's a lot of Jew uh, jokes in there. But that's true. And it, I'm you know, my assholes. But it's like when the entire writing staff and the guy who came up with the idea are all Jewish, and they're going to make fun of themselves because that's what they tend to do, and they're very good at it, and they're very funny about it. It yeah. happens. You know that. That's why there were so many black jokes in Blazing Saddles. Richard Pryor fucking wrote it. So about 50 miles south of Champaign, Illinois, on Route 57, sits the little town of Mattoon. Um, it doesn't really have a bunch going on there at the moment, but that wasn't always the case. Okay. Um, back in the 1940s, it had a population of about 15,000 people. And on August 31st of 1944, Urban Rafe woke up to an awful smell in his home on Grant Avenue. Well, what? What? Say that, say that one more time. Urban Rafe is the guy's name. <laughs> R-A-E-F. Okay. It's a name, dude. Okay. It's a name. So when he got out of bed, he was instantly hit with a wave of nausea and he starts throwing up. His wife gets He's out pregnant. of bed. To... Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It. This is a this is about the first man that was ever pregnant. <laughs> um so he woke his wife up and she could smell it too. So her first thought logically was, I'm going to go check the stove and make sure that the, there's not something going on with a pilot light. Maybe we have a propane leak. Okay. Uh, she goes to get out of bed and realizes that her legs don't work, which was a new development because when she went to bed, they did. Okay. The Rafes were not the only ones to be woken up like this. A young mother living just down the street was woken up by her daughter coughing but she also could not get out of bed to go check um, being paralyzed from the waist down. Also the, uh, the smells coming from an unknown source, but when both sets of victims were questioned, they both described the smell similarly as a quote, cheap perfume kind of smell. The next night on September 1st, a third attack would take place on Marshall Avenue, this time at the home of the Kearney family. The victims would be, Aileen and her young daughter, who was uh, who was sleeping in bed with her at the time. She was a young kid. She was probably like three or four in that neighborhood. Um, Aileen woke first, smelling a sweet but strange smell. And her daughter soon woke up and kind of noticed the same thing. The smell continued to get worse and worse. And uh, Aileen tried to get up to find the source. But again, her legs don't work, so she couldn't do anything. She calls out to her sister, who had been staying with them. Uh, she'd come to town to visit. Uh, calls to her sister to come and check it out. And when she got to the room, she thought that the smell was coming from an open window in the room. By the time that Bert Kearney, uh, Aileen's husband, got home, uh, he got home at around 1230 from his nightly taxi drive. Uh, he drove cabs after work. Yeah. Um, by the time he got home, Aileen had, gained the, had regained the use of her legs. And when he pulled in the driveway, he saw a mysterious man lurking around one of the windows outside of his house. He he gave chase, but was not able to nab the bastard gasser. Uh, he calls the police, as the other victims have. And uh, when the police got there, they found nothing but footprints. No, nothing, uh, nothing of any note. So after this attack, our attacker would become known as the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. This was a, this was a, an interesting one. I've heard of it a little bit. I didn't know a whole bunch about it. Um. But unlike the previous night's victims, Mrs. Kearney would suffer from a burning sensation on her lips and in her throat and chest for a few days after the attack. Um, so she probably got a more prolonged dose of the gas. So the the police thought that robbery was a possible motive, at least in the case of the Kearney family, because uh, Mr. Kearney was known to have a large sum of money in the house. And they think that the the attacker could have potentially been stumbling down the street and kind of noticed him and his family counting it one night and uh, decided that this would be a target. Over the next few days, the attacks would continue, but none of the victims could provide any kind of a eyewitness description of the gasser. Um, but they all suffered similar gas poisoning. But not, like I said, not to the extent that Mrs. Kearney had. It was just like losing, you know, functionality of your legs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, one sighting, a woman saw what she called, quote, 
a woman dressed in men's clothes outside of a house's window. The next morning, a set of women's shoe prints were found outside the window. But the footprints were too deep for them to think it was a woman. So a lot of the police think that it was potentially a man dressed as a woman dressed as a man. As confusing logic to follow. But if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. No, it's just a man. No, it's a man that's dressed as a woman that's trying to disguise herself as a man. So he's got like five o'clock shadow and lipstick and high heels. You know, I that's that's where my mind went. Some kind of like cartoonish man, some cartoonish bad guy cross dressing. Okay. As the days uh, as the days passed and the attacks continued, the community was outraged that the local police had not been able to catch the perpetrator. Meanwhile, armed citizens start patrolling the streets at night in defense of, uh, oh, in defiance of the police commission, uh, police commissioner's plea for them to get a grip on themselves and kind of like just chill the fuck out. Come to your senses. Yeah, we don't need we don't need armed men patrolling the street unless there are armed men patrolling the street. Yeah, like the ones that we're paying. So exactly. Uh, He's the the mayor. uh, I'm sorry. The police commissioner said that, uh, quote, a gas maniac exists. But many of the uh, many of the attacks are nothing more than hysteria. Fear of the gas man is entirely out of proportion to the menace of the relatively harmless gas he is spraying. Yeah, harmless gas that makes you not be able to use your fucking legs. That's not harmless. No. You turd. No, No, definitely not. Uh, Rumors start flying around. Um you know, saying anything from the gasser was some kind of a lunatic, obviously. Um, he was a, quote, eccentric inventor. Uh, the commissioner's, which was the commissioner's pet theory. Um, there was another another theory going around that it was a, a, a local guy that had gone off to become a uh, a chemist and then failed out and then came home and wanted to take revenge on people because, you know. Another one that got thrown around, which is kind of weird, is that it was an ape man. Bigfoot just out there gassing motherfuckers. Just got a funnel to his ass and just farting in windows. Okay. Um, so the, the scare came to a, came to its peak on September 10th, which was a Sunday night with two attacks, uh, that, that incapacitated a total of five people. By the next morning, uh, police were, were talking more and more skeptically, pointing to the absence of solid evidence and stipulating that all further complaints undergo examination at the Mattoon Memorial Institution. So basically, they said that if you make a claim, we're not going to believe you until you go to the mental hospital and talk to someone there about what happened. Because you're clearly crazy, even though you've been gassed. But you're not you're crazy because you got okay. gassed. All right. <clears throat> So the attacker was never actually found. Uh, and most likely we will never come to know the name of said person. I, I know we, we covered some of the, the theories as to who it could be. One of my favorite is that because this was kind of at the height of World War II, that this was <clears throat> a World War I soldier who had been gassed and was taking out revenge on the people of the town he lived in. Or... There was a group of undercover Nazi scientists experimenting on unknowing U.S. civilians with a gas that they planned to weaponize to use against U.S. soldiers overseas. So that is the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Um, I found an interesting little side side fact with this. It was about 10 years previous to this. In Philadelphia, there was some almost identical attacks that took place over the course of about 10 days. Does where it was... Another like 10 or 20 people got gassed and couldn't use their legs. So they think it was the same gas, potentially the same person doing it. It could be right that it, it was it was some kind of um, experimental thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, and of course, at that point in time, we blame the Nazis. Nowadays, we could potentially know that the U.S. government is more than willing to experiment on civilians without them knowing about it. Exactly. Did it quite a bit throughout the years, especially in the 60s. They went fucking hog wild in the 60s experiment on people without telling them. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they they like nerve gassed part of fucking San Francisco. (laughs) They, uh, I mean, the Tuskegee experiment where we just gave a bunch of black folks syphilis for no reason just to see what it did. Yeah. Um, Even though, I mean, the syphilis, we kind of know what it did, but. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, that's so that's the Mad Gasser, and that's what I've got for Illinois. Oh, so nice, uh, nice kind of compact little episode this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, Illinois was fun. Exactly. So there's but, plenty of other stuff to you know to check out. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, you, you look into it far enough, and you you'll find uh, Dogman sightings, you'll find Bigfoot sightings. It's those are kind yep. of boilerplate pretty much anywhere you go for some reason. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff in Illinois. Um, quite a bit of haunted areas, I would imagine. Yeah, um, possibly. And the the the, the location of H. H. Holmes's castle, which they tore down, I, I for some reason I think they turned it into like a, a Rite Aid or a Walgreens or something perfectly fitting, considering it was a pharmacy shop at the beginning. Probably something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean. Chicago was uh, was fucking wild, yeah. And, and uh, we we didn't even once talk about John Wayne Gacy or the Chicago uh, Chicago Ripper crew either, except for right now. So I'm proud of us, dude. We didn't make we didn't make any jokes about that fat Polak clown <laughs> <laughs> or the dude that worked for him that went on to become a serial killer in his own right. So yeah, not too shabby. Yeah, we did good, buddy. We yeah, we did it. Yay! Ow, you little fucker! Heaven's getting attacked by a fucking hairy velociraptor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my own little personal fucking werewolf. Yeah, goddamn Wolverine just over there slashing at you. Yeah, but <laughs> so yeah, again, that's uh, that's it. Jesus Christ, bitch. You... <laughs> You made me bleed, you little fucker. Damn it, girl. Dude, bite her back. Grab grab her ear and bite her. It'll stop her. For reals, that's what we did with Ruger, and he does not bite anymore. So, um, yeah. So, like we said, that's uh, that's Illinois, and uh, we're not sure what we're doing next week. We'll figure that out eventually, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kevin, take it away. Roll that beautiful bean footage with the headphones. <laughs> that beautiful bean footage of studio.com. Go yeah. check them out. They all they have all the headphones, earbuds, Bluetooth speakers that you could possibly want. And when you find what you want, put it in your basket. Put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Because, you know, what the hell? Or Saving you, money and, is cool. <clears throat> you could also go over to this little website. DarkWindowsPod.com. Dot com. Uh, Go to darkwindowspod.com. That is our website, believe it or not. And we have links there to all of our stuff. You can go find our friends at Studio over there and uh, you know grab a link to the, the headphones or whatever you're looking for there. You can also go over to our... You can have a... Ooh, shit. We have a link to our Age of Radio page as well where you can go listen to every episode of this dumb bullshit we've ever done. <clears throat> and you can also find your next favorite podcast there. There is a little bit of something for everybody. If you want some history, we've got that. You want some true crime, we got that all day long. We got true crime like nobody, nobody's business. Um, we've got fantasy sports. We've got homebrew and beer. Uh, we got some motivational stuff. We got some financial stuff. We got movie stuff. So literally anything you could possibly want, we got it. We got all this uh, stuff. You could also find links to our social media there. We are at on Facebook at Dark Windows Podcast. We are on Instagram at dark windows pod and we are on twitter via <laughs> we're on twitter by way of instagram at dark windows pod as well um so yeah that's uh that's about it and uh and we will be... you could also email us at dark windows pod at gmail.com yes and... email us oh also please rate review and subscribe yeah do that we don't say that enough and uh hey you know you might be fake out if you leave a goddamn dog, if you leave a comment good enough that about you know whatever, we might read it. Yeah, just like or if our... you leave a really shitty review, we're gonna read it too, and we're gonna yeah. be really snarky and shitty about it. It's gonna be fun. Exactly, just like our most famous one. Tried it yeah. once, won't again. Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. So until next week, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. And don't let your three little-legged monsters come find you. Yeah, goodbye. Or you're going to get gassed. Also, Chicago dogs are the worst thing I've ever heard of. 
So get your shit together, Chicago. If you're gonna make sh- you're gonna make hot dogs, don't fuck it up. You don't yeah. need an entire goddamn pickle and tomatoes on there. Ow! And your, really? your pizza's fucking terrible too. So yeah, it's not a pizza. No, it's a goddamn casserole with crust. That ain't exactly. a fucking pizza. It's a goddamn. It's a cake with pasta sauce. But anyway, yeah. now that we've yelled about food, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>